my friend was broke. She didn't know what to do or where to turn. I'm Nora Ellen. The reason I began this podcast called Women Starting Over is to help women like my friend who find themselves in financial hardship, like divorce, or lost their job or went bankrupt, or maybe, sadly, their husband passed away. You will love these real-life stories of my guests of how they went from being broke to hope to financial success. If she can do it, so can you. Here we go. Hello, hello. (laughs) Can you believe we've been doing this podcast over six months? That's half a year. Yay for you for being part of our Women Starting Over family. I have had an interesting two days. Very interesting in a lot of ways. Yesterday, I had a lovely guest all lined up to do an interview. And I waited a while to have her schedule cleared up so I could be on her schedule. (laughs) We're all ready to go. My recording isn't working. I, I can't get the episode to start recording. I looked and I checked all kinds of things. I double checked what is wrong with my studio equipment here. It's just not recording. I was completely lost at what was wrong. Sadly, I finally had to tell her, you know what? We have to reschedule. Even though I waited, I think for two months, to be able to interview her. She has a very unique story. Every woman that's been on this podcast has unique stories. Yet hers is a little different, and I wanted to share it. I was so excited because what she was is going to be able to share, because now we're scheduled again. <laughs> but anyway, back to it left me feeling bummed, actually, kind of down, very frustrated. Technology is really interesting. And I've shared before that learning the studio equipment has been quite different for me. I just as soon pay somebody else to do some of the technology, and I do. Because you have to decide what are you worth and what do you need to hire somebody else to do. We can't do it all. It really takes a team. It's important to have a team. Nobody does anything by themselves, if I, as I've shared before. But I, I thought, okay, wow, I'm feeling really, this is making me feel really down. Why am I feeling so down, disappointed? And after that, I was watching my granddaughter. So that picked up my mood. She's 16 months, Kaliel of pure fun, enjoy that little girl. She is on the move. She never stops moving around. She sings, she dances, she's so much fun. And that was good. I know part of the disappointment was I was supposed to release that episode yesterday morning. I tried to have my episodes released on Wednesday. So you can know every Wednesday, Nora has a great new episode to listen to you, to strengthen you, equip you, lift you up move you on forward to where you're going and starting over. I decided to let it go. And that's what I've talked about a couple episodes ago is 
when should we let something go? I let it go that, you know what? I'm not going to be able to release an episode yesterday with my guest. And now it's Thursday. I'm just recording this one. It might not go out until tomorrow, but let it go. You've heard of people that fish and they do what's called catch and release. Catch and release. They will throw their fishing rod out, catch a fish, and release the fish and do it again. Catch and release because part of the fun is just catching the fish. They don't even like to eat the fish. I let it go. I felt immediately better because being disappointed or down or bummed about it, that didn't help me. That didn't serve me. That's not going to make for a better episode the next time. Remember, catch and release, let it go. It felt really good. I just immediately was like, ah, this is great. I'm fine now. (laughs) It wasn't the end of the world. It's just that you are important to me, which brings me to what happened to me today. (laughs) I was going to record. There was an issue I'm having. Again, technology. I have a house I'm selling. It has a lockbox on the house and the lockbox is messed up where it's not recording who's entering the lockbox. For me, it's going to another agent and I'm getting this other agent's login information of showing she's having. So it's just this whole mix up. And I thought it'd be easy fix. Well, (laughs) it wasn't. There was two organizations. I went back and forth between them. They're saying, well, you have to go back to that one now. Now you have to go back to the other one now. Back and forth. Finally figured out what's happened. I hope it got switched. It was a lockbox I sold to a a brand new agent. I just wanted to help her out. So I sold her the lockbox at a discount. And anyway, it's kind of funny. Here's the thing, friend. It's always better. Prioritize your day. I knew I was going to record, but I thought, oh, I can just get this thing done real quick. Nope. I'm talking hours, hours later. What happened? My strength kind of got sapped. After I was done trying to work out this wacky, silly, very unusual situation. That's why it was going back and forth, back and forth. They'd never had anything like this before. (laughs) The lockboxes were programmed exactly the opposite. I thought, okay, I have my wonderful friend. I, I need to record. I am going to let it go. Okay, that took me all that time. That's the lesson though, is prioritizing. And also doing maybe the hard things first, things that might take more focus, time, or energy. As I understand, I think Brian Tracy wrote a book called Eat That Frog. (laughs) I heard about that from somebody. I think I'm going to read the book because it talks about doing the hard things first. Because it's easy to just take three tasks that are just quick. Okay, let me just get those out of the way. Let me just get that off my mind. But you know how it is. Sometimes things take longer than we think. And then now you've used your energy for those things that aren't the higher priority, that aren't more important. And then in getting around to what is important, you might not have the energy, might have less time. It's like when people try to fix a plumbing problem. I don't know if you've ever tried to do that on your own at home. It, uh, it can turn, I don't want to say always, I don't believe in using always and never, although I 
did just start to say always, it can turn into another problem. All right. Wanted to share that with you. Eat the frog. Do the priorities first. Do the hard things first. That is a lot more important. There you go. That's that's my two days. But I was able to catch and release, let it go. So now I'm recording. I'm recording with excitement. I have energy. And I'm not taking what happened into this time now. I'm starting a whole new task in talking to you. What three things did you decide to give up from the last episode that I talked about? I gave you an assignment for those of you that were maybe jogging, walking, riding in your car. You weren't able to stop to do the assignment. Did you do it later? In being successful, there are some things we need to give up. How important is it to you to succeed? I hope you did that exercise. I wanted to remind you of that again. I would love to hear from you. Email me at Nora, N-O-R-A, at womenstarting.com. Nora at womenstarting.com. Let me know what you gave up. And what other things did you write down that you are proud of? That was the second part of the exercise. You have to celebrate yourself. Let me celebrate you too. Go ahead and email me. What are you proud of that you wrote down? You were supposed to write those things down and put it by your bedside. When you go to bed, you're focusing on your successes. What are you proud of? Not problems. When you go to sleep, don't you dare be thinking about your problems as you fall asleep. That's not going to help you have a nice, long, deep sleep to help your body rejuvenate. Here's some things that I wrote down that I'm willing to give up. I think in the last episode, I shared one thing because I didn't have my little list in front of me. It might surprise you. I wrote procrastinating down. (laughs) That's one of the things to give up. I talked about my iPad game. That's right. It's easy to pick up that iPad game. It's just so simple to play and it can be a nice diversion at the right time. Because when I went to reach for the iPad, I thought, wait, if I play this game, am I taking away from business success? Something else I'm giving up. A lack of discipline. Or being task disorganized. (laughs) Task disorganized. (laughs) I've told you about my personality before that I'm kind of more free spirited. I'm not like some personalities that maybe like you, you have the blessing of a personality where you're very detailed. You want to write everything down. You're good at prioritizing. It just comes to you quickly and you you have fun with that. For some of us, our personalities, that feels like it's too structured. You're taking away my freedom. I can't think clearly doing that, but yet that is something that we need to do and that I need to give up is being task disorganized. We we use the term task oriented. Some of us are task disoriented <laughs> because we think it's gonna, it's like a trap, but actually 
some of the very tasks we need to do, some of the business activities we need to do are what's going to lead to freedom. It's kind of like the opposite of what we feel. Oh, if I make a list and I don't do it, oh, I'm going to feel like a failure. That's not the way to be thinking. It's that there are things we need to do that are uncomfortable, that take energy. It's leading to freedom, to your financial freedom, my friend. I want to plant that in you. That's some of the things I'm giving up. Now, you might have thought before when I was talking about what do you need to give up, you might have thought, well, maybe something buying my Starbucks coffee every day, which that could be true. You might need to give that up because it's expensive or or whatever. But sometimes it's just a way that we are giving into lethargy. That is something. Or how about sadness, just reliving the past, going over a heartbreak, some kind of disappointment, or confusion besides TV or a way to eat, which is more like what we think about activities to give up maybe rather than an attitude or a condition that's actually holding us back. Just wanted to share that with you, some things to think about. And with your success list. I just am going to be a little spontaneous now because I've shared everything that I planned on sharing with you, which is what happened to me the last couple of days, running into the technology problem with not getting my lovely guest uh, recorded. So that could play for you yesterday on Wednesday and today with the other technology problem. (laughs) And I'm excited for the next six months. Here is one thing I'm going to be doing. We are called Women Starting Over. I'm going to add and moving up. Women Starting Over and moving up. I have a lot of women listening to the podcast who aren't needing to start over. They want to move up. Move up in the company that they're working for. Move up in the business that they are already successful at. They still want to grow. Many principles are the same with starting over and being broke, financial hardship, divorce, losing your business, going bankrupt. Maybe your husband's health has failed right now and you have to be the breadwinner compared to a woman that is established but wants to move forward, move up move up in the company with responsibility, with positions, or increase your business capacity for customers and clients. The principles are very much the same. Retraining our mind, learning new ways of generating income, knowing how to increase that clientele, that customer base, knowing how to take your business to the next level. When is it time to scale? That's the term we use, scale. When is it time to scale? When is it time to wait? We will be interviewing women who have moved up, which we did before. There was the episode that is about climbing the corporate ladder the thoughtful way. 
you can go listen to that episode. I'm not sure what number it is. It's probably around 15, 16. <laughs> Suzanne. Suzanne did a beautiful job. She's working for Vanguard. And I loved hearing her story. So we do have some already about women moving up, moving forward. Those principles are everything that we need in our lives. I'm going to also be interviewing women that don't necessarily have a a starting over story, but they have been able to be successful in business in some kind of unique ways and taking care of themselves. All the guests are successful. Here's the thing, too. There are 20 episodes of women so far on this podcast that have started over from a hard place. 20. That's 20 women who've done it. Remember, for you and your life, if she can do it, so can you. You already have 20 women that you know of. And I'm going to bring on guests that have a business that is different than all the other ones that I have interviewed. I'm having a variety of women in different industries, different ways of making money. Some of the interviews coming up are something that you can start with part-time. If you have a job where you're working for someone and you want to go out on your own, or you have a job and you want to supplement with more income, there's things that you can do. In many episodes ago, I talked about being a sidepreneur, (laughs) sidepreneur, which means you have a way on the side of income, like make maybe off the net. Maybe there's a few things that you make and you sell them on eBay or Etsy. There's a lot of ways to make extra money. We have the holidays coming up and that's a good time to make extra money online. If you have some crafts that you have that you would like to sell, it's not really that hard to do. It's easy to learn. Taking your passions and you use social media to get your message out, to show your product. What's nice about social media, again, a lot of it's free, which is really nice. That's what we have to look forward to on our podcast, which I said, I am doing this to empower you around money, business, income, and wealth. So you can be a business owner, an entrepreneur, or an executive in a company, CEO, president, could be your own company, could be a company as big as Intel or major corporations. More and more women are stepping into these leadership roles. How do they do that? For one, they believe they can. They make a plan, a plan of what steps to take with positions that they would like to have. One thing I'm going to also talk about in the future, and that is how do you deal with women you're working with who are maybe bullies? Sadly, there are women that don't have the mindset we have of being collaborative and helping each other. For whatever reason, maybe that's the only way they thought they could get somewhere in life. 
but there are women that do want to mentor other women and have them be successful, my being one of them, and I know you are too. But there are women like that, sadly. And of course, there are men that also we have to deal with sexual harassment. That might be a good topic in the future. The thing is about women, sometimes we tend to gossip a little too much. Actually, any gossip is too much. Make sure that you don't talk behind somebody's back. Don't be that one. You know why? Who's going to trust you? No one's going to trust you if you're talking to Susie about Sally. Sally might not know, but Susie does. And Susie probably thinks, wow, if you're she's talking about Sally, she might be talking about me. Even though, even if she agrees with what you're saying about Sally. Always be uplifting and encouraging. If you see somebody that you don't like what they're doing, develop a loving relationship with them where you build them up, encourage them, lift them up, find a way to strengthen them. So when the day does come, if there's something that you think they need to change or know, you have you have the right to speak into their lives. You don't just come right out and say, hey, you're doing this wrong. This isn't right. Who, who wants that? Nobody wants that. And be careful about talking about other people. Know in your heart and mind, why, why do you want to do that? And I think every one of us tend to do this. Avoid that. If you are tempted to talk to one person about another and that person is not involved in part of the problem solving, that's how we define gossip. So I thought it's a good idea. Let's define gossip. What is gossip in the first place? <laughs> gossip is talking about another person behind their back about something negative, something unkind, ridiculing, sarcasm, putting them down, laughing at them behind their back or in front of them. But that's gossip where you're talking about something where you're not involved with solving what the problem is. There's a difference between talking about Sally. Okay, Sally's been doing her job this way. We need her to change it over here. And the person you're talking to is part of the solution. They're the ones that have to go to talk to Sally. There's a difference. Talking about a person that you're going to approach to help improve a situation, bring a solution versus you're really trying to build yourself up. Or maybe the person you're gossiping to, you're trying to get in with them. You're trying to earn favor with them if you put Sally down. That's also not a great way to be you're not going to feel good about yourself. Always be building people up. Mention what you like about them. We all need that. I heard that for every criticism, we'll say construction, constructive criticism you give to somebody, you need to say 17 positive things, friends. 17. Think about this how easy it is to remember something hurtful somebody said to you. But we don't always remember something positive. I remember when I was running for office, there were some very nice and very encouraging people. 
if I had one person that was negative towards me, they tended to impact me more than the positive. And I, that's how we are. Be the encourager in your home, in your office, in your neighborhood. Be the uplifter. Be the builder. Be the strengthener. Do it with loving smile. Everybody, everybody has something good about them. Everybody has skills and talents. Everybody has something positive. Focus on that, especially at work. If there's people you struggle with, make yourself focus on what they are doing right. First of all, they're working. (laughs) So you'll find something, right? They come to work dressed. How about that? (laughs) I'm sure you can find things to think about that's positive. That will also help you, my friend, help you work with that other person. Or if you have a client or a customer that's difficult, there's a lot of positive things to notice in a person. Bring them up. I have a note on my refrigerator. I've told you notes are all over my house, right? It says affirm first, always affirm first. If we come to somebody with a criticism, even if it's constructive, even if you're right, if you come off with the hard part first without building them up, are they going to be open to what you have to say? Always affirm first. And then the next line on that is use humor when you can. And I don't mean sarcasm, just something humorous can't think of a good example right now. I might later, but uh, sometimes even you can make light of a situation that helps the person be able to process it better. You never want to make that person feel like a failure. It's like with our children, we don't want to say you're a bad girl ever. It's that is bad. That which you did is not a good thing to do. It's that, not you. It's that difference. You can say, good girl. You're a good girl. Okay. And you can say that is good, but you are. Because speaking you are to somebody can be powerful in the positive or the negative way. So You are a good girl. What you did was bad, though. (laughs) So so it's important, again, be an encourager. Be known for that. Be known for the person that you really are deep down. And I want you to do this with yourself also. When's the last time you gave yourself a compliment? (laughs) I'm not talking about flattery. There's a big difference between flattery and genuine compliments. Now, we don't flatter ourselves, but the people that you're around, don't flatter them. Nobody wants that. It's so ingenuine. And flattery is really more about you and making yourself look good. Or if there's something you want to gain for yourself, it's not for the other person. So your your compliments, you want that to be about the other person. 
build yourself up because the more you build yourself up in honesty about who you really are, the easier it is to be building up other people. If you're not building up other people, I'm guessing that you're very critical about yourself. And as women, sometimes we tend to be overly critical about ourselves, our weight, our looks, our hair, our clothes. What is really ridiculous, and even women reporters do this, why is it with female politicians and leaders, their clothing, their hair, their appearance, their shoes are brought up? We don't do that with men. So let's stop that. <laughs> let's not let that happen. I just think it's wrong. Let's treat ourselves the way we should be treated for who we are on the inside. And that brings me to reminding you to live loved because you are loved by God. You are loved by me, yourself, and I know other people. Until next time, bye-bye. Well, my friend, thank you for letting me be with you today. Please leave a review so that women that need help can find this podcast. I am Nora Ellen, your host. See you next time on Women Starting Over.